Listening to sermons as we go about our days, driving around or doing our work, is a perfect reminder of our Lord's promises and of His mercies. This is the mission of Upper Room Media. To make the Word of God accessible to anybody and everybody. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. In today's beautiful Gospel, we see something truly truly profound something that brings us all joy it's a very very short gospel six verses yet incredibly incredibly deep we see our lord going into the city of naim and as he gets there passing through the gate he sees this procession a woman who's a widow and she loses her only son and he has compassion on her he sees her weeping and everyone is weeping he has compassion on her he is moved to compassion and he says to her do not weep do not weep and he raises her son and presents him to her it's a beautiful story of restoration after the point of no return our Lord here teaches us that with him there is always a way back even after passing through what is believed to be the point of no return a few weeks ago we read the story the beautiful story of the four friends who let their friend down from the roof. If you remember this story, it was just two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And we saw this man lying down on the bed. And as we mentioned, he didn't open his mouth. He didn't say a word. There's not one word recorded from this man. But what got him his healing and his forgiveness was that Christ was moved by the faith and works by his friends. And we mentioned this when we spoke about it. And today we see something very, very similar. This youth was dead. He didn't utter a word. He didn't say anything. He couldn't say anything to our Lord. The only son of his mother who was also a widow. And he of course, as we said, said nothing. And when we see the Lord move to compassion by the sight of his mother, we read, when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her and said to her, do not weep. And this is what we want to focus on today. That God will have compassion on those who weep for the dead. But we're not talking about the physically dead. We're talking about the spiritually dead. The spiritually dead. Every single person here today, and those listening elsewhere, knows of someone who is far from the church, who is far from God, who is living maybe a sinful life, who needs to renew their relationship with God. It may even be a family member, a friend, a co-worker, someone we know from Sunday school, it may even be someone sitting in this church today. It could be us. right? Sometimes we are here physically, but spiritually and mentally we are somewhere else. So when we weep and grieve the fact that those whom we love may be far from God or living in sin, when we pray for them and we fast for them, God has compassion on us and touches us or those who are spiritually dead. And He touches as He touched the coffin today. And He presents them to us and to the church and we all have joy. This is a promise that we have. I have a question for every single person here today. If Christ was to come down right now and to ask every single person here, would you like to perform miracles? What would you say? If you want, do you want to open the eyes of the blind? Do you want to raise the dead? What would you say? What would you say? Of course, it'd be the coolest thing in the world, right? Right? Listen to what the fathers of the church have to say about this. 
The fathers of the church say, do you want to perform miracles? If you teach someone to read the Bible, you have opened the eyes of the blind. And if you teach someone to do good, you have healed the paralyzed. And if you encourage someone to the way of repentance, you have raised the dead. You have raised the dead. So we have power through our prayer and love for others to heal them, that God heals them. So we have the power. We all know what is written, that God does not de desire the death of any sinner, but that He what? Repents and returns and lives. And today we see that we have a promise from heaven and from God, that God will have compassion upon us and hear us when we truly love our neighbors and love everyone and pray for them and for our own condition. This miracle today, by the way, is one of three resurrections performed by our Lord. Three resurrections. Who can tell me the other two? So today we have the, the son of the widow of Naim. What's the other one? Huh? Lazarus. Yes, perfect. Thank you. And the third, the other one? The daughter of Jairus. Yes, absolutely. These are the three. And we want to compare them today. We want to talk about them today. In the case of Jairus, he came to the Lord and he told him, My daughter is sick. Come, she's dying. And while he was there, a servant came and said, Do not trouble the Lord. She's dead. She died. What does God answer and say? Do not be afraid. Only believe and she will be made well. Only believe. You don't have to do anything. Just believe. Only believe. What do you mean? Only believe. She's dead. We're past believing and we're already at the point of no return. She's dead. No. Only believe. And we see this when he gets to the house. He says to them the same thing that we hear today. Do not weep. She is not dead but only sleeping. And when we go to the case of Lazarus in John chapter 11, we see that who wept? Jesus wept. It's the shortest sentence in the Bible, right? Jesus wept. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. Jesus wept. So in the two cases, our Lord tells them, do not weep. And in the third case, he is the one who is weeping. It shows us that God understands us. He has compassion on us. He feels us. He was fully man as well as being fully divine. And death was a big deal. It's a very, very big deal. He conquered physical death so that we may have a way to conquer what? Spiritual death. Because spiritual death is more heavy than physical death. Because if we die a physical death, but we are with the Lord, we rejoice. Right? For there is no death for your servants, but a what? A departure. It's nothing. We're going to go be unsent. Paul tells us it's better to go be with the Lord. So death used to be this horrible thing because of the shame of sin. But after what Christ has done for us on the Lord, death is a departure. We're going to go be with the Lord. It's much better. But uh, spiritual death, this is the death that we have to focus on. This is the death that we have to weep over, that we seek God's compassion for. We see that He has compassion on those who out of the depth of their hearts have love for those who weep for them. But we have to be what? Genuine. We have to be genuine. If you study the Old Testament, you'll notice something. Whenever there was a funeral, they would hire professional wailers. They would hire people to cry and scream. Right? And we read that today with this woman was many, many people crying and screaming. But God had compassion on who? The mother. Because she was the one who was wailing and crying out of the depth of her heart. Out of the depth of her heart. Today we have many people who talk about those who are far away from God. 
We know people who are far away from God, we talk about them. Oh, this family has a child, he's far away from God. Oh, this person, he comes only on Palm Sunday. Oh, this person, they don't come. Professional what? Whalers. They don't care about the person because these professional whalers don't care about the person who is dead. They care about what? It's a job. It's a gig. After the funeral, they're going to get paid and go home. They don't care. They're crying. We don't want to be like this. We don't want to be professional whalers who know of someone who is far away from the church and we only talk. No. We want to be like the mother and consider these people our personal children. And we want to weep and we want to cry and we want to ask God for help for them. We want to call down help for them. And this is how we raise the dead. Our Lord took many, many things that we do in this life. He took part in many things that we do in this life, right? We need to eat, Jesus ate. We need to sleep, Jesus slept. We need to pay taxes, Jesus paid taxes. He shared in our activities. And today He's asking us to share in His activity. He is asking us to raise the dead, the spiritually dead with our love and with our prayer. There's a story I want to share with you and I've shared this story with some people individually here. But it's a very profound story of how our prayers for others have a lot of weight. There was one time a woman, she was also a widow. Her husband passed away and her son was very, very far away from church. Very, very far away from church. So she went to Abuna and Abuna said, what? Pray. Hadr, we're going to pray. She prays. The story gets what? Worse. He doesn't want to come to church. He doesn't pray. And now he's doing things that he shouldn't be doing. She goes to Abuna. Abuna says what? Pray. Pray from the depths of your heart. Okay, I'm praying, but nothing is happening. It's getting worse. Hmm? To the point where he started getting involved in drugs and with bad company. And at one point, he stole the rent money from her to go buy drugs. He stole the rent money. So now she had it. She's like, I'm not praying anymore. That's it. I pray and I pray and the story is getting worse. You're not hearing me. You don't care. I'm not praying anymore. That's it. I'm not going to pray. This is a true story. This is a Coptic woman. It's a true story. So this woman goes to sleep that night and she wakes up in hell. True story. She wakes up in hell. And she sees the demons, but they don't see her. And she sees Satan sitting on the throne and he's yelling at the demons and he's telling them, why can't you bring me this person? He falls into every trap. He's ours. Let's go bring him before he repents. The fish is on the hook. Let's go bring him. What's the problem? And they say to him, yeah, he falls into everything and, and he's ours, but we can't touch him. We can't come near him. Every time we come near him, the mother's prayers are, there's a hedge around him. We can't come near him. Right? So while they're having this conversation, a little devil comes in and he says, Hey, the mom just gave up. She just declared that she's not going to pray anymore. The, that boundary of light that's around him is gone. Let's go get him. So the mom wakes up, of course, and does what? She starts praying. She starts praying. It shows us that even though we don't see any results in our prayer, we don't see any anything that's happening. No, our prayer has power. When we pray from the depths of our hearts, like this woman was weeping from the depths of our heart, God is moved to compassion. God is moved to compassion and He will raise those who are spiritually dead who are we are praying for. St. Augustine has a beautiful contemplation on the three miracles that we spoke about today to show us that there is no such thing as a point of no return. At every point, God can raise us. In the story of Jairus' daughter, where was she when the Lord raised her? Where was she? Hmm? 
She was home. She was at home. So God rose her from the dead when she was home. And it shows us, St. Augustine contemplates and says, this means that sin is in our minds. We're thinking about sin. We're thinking about leaving the church we haven't done yet. No, Christ can come and raise us from this. And in the story of today, Jesus raises him. Where were they? They were in the procession out of the house now, on the way where? To the grave. And God saw and had compassion and raised him. And in the story of Lazarus, where was he? In the grave. Too late. And not only that, four days, there was already a stench. Was it too late? No, it wasn't too late. God was moved, He wept, and He rose Him from the dead. So it shows us that there is no such thing as a point of no return. So if we know someone who is far away from the church, regardless of what it looks like, God can change a situation like this with our prayer. Just like He did with the four friends, He had compassion on the, on the guy on the bed, didn't say a word. But because of their faith and works, God was moved. Just like when we are moved, when we go to a funeral, we're not happy, right? We're moved. We weep with those who are weeping and we rejoice with those who are rejoicing. So Christ took our nature so He feels us. He feels for us and He has compassion and He will raise those who are spiritually dead. So today we have hope. We have a promise when we weep from the depths of our hearts for those who are dead in sin or for ourselves who are dead in, dead in sin, God will have compassion us and raise us from the dead. May we all today hear those beautiful words from our Lord, do not weep. And may we hear Him say to us and to our loved ones, only believe and you will be made well. Only believe. And may we hear as Lazarus heard, come forth, come out. And may we hear what they heard when the prodigal son returned and exactly what this mother felt today. My son was dead, but is now alive. And glory be to God forever. This talk was brought to you by Upper Room Media. We hope that this talk has, through the grace of God, touched your heart. And we pray that it will not only inform you, but will also transform you and your life with Christ.